you the real MVP. Blocked by James. I'm Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. He's on fire. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Hello and welcome to Two Guys, One Hoop. My name is Brian Stevens. Brian Stevens. I am the number one stunner. <laughs> What's going on, Jay? Oh, not much, not much. Just uh, trying to beat this rain. Did you get caught in the rainstorm today? Like ten times, yeah. Oh, God, that sucks. Sorry, man. I, yeah, no, it does suck, but part <laughs> of like, the trade, I guess, right? <laughs> there's no, there's no like, uh, it's not, it wasn't that bad, or, oh, uh, you know, whatever. Nice to get a break. You're like, no, it does suck. It does suck, yeah. And it rains enough to where you have to come home and then go back out, and Ugh. I don't know. Yeah. Man, I'm sorry. Yeah, there was like a torrential downpour up here in, up here in Loveland. Loveland? Yeah. So, Jay, nice. we got a pretty awesome uh, show, I think, this week. Uh, I was gonna say this week, but you know we're recording quite a bit now because of the finals here. Um, but uh, we have an email, and remember, you can always email the podcast two guys one hoop at gmail dot com, and we'll read it live on the air. Um, I also wanted to, uh, we got a couple five star reviews on our podcast, so oh, I really appreciate it. the new listeners for tuning in. So I wanted to read those if you didn't mind, Jay. Heck no. Um. Just gotta pull those suckers up. Just give me one second here. Oh, you I, didn't have them already up? I mean, I did, but I had to get to them. So, um, <laughs> this one is uh, oh, it disappeared. Um, okay, here. Are you serious? Nope, it's there. Can you uh, hear me? Yeah. Okay, Can you hear me? You laughing? Sorry. Uh, yeah. That was my <laughs> just be like they deleted it. They listened to a new episode and was like, "No, this sucks." Um, <laughs> it says, "I've listened to this podcast uh, since the playoffs started." absolutely love it five stars thank you um appreciate that uh hs was the the person who left that so thank you hs um and i thought there was another one but uh yeah i can't see maybe that one did disappear maybe they maybe they recanted their five-star review but um thank you oh, well, we really appreciate can't, that can't win them all can't win them all no um you know we, ha- we haven't got any one-star reviews yet so that's a good thing i guess that is good that's good i like it um uh so uh, this week you know we're gonna talk about some ben simmons trades um we're gonna talk about like i mentioned this before um but we're gonna talk about um this email it's kind of uh it's a it's a hypothetical which i like so we might dig into this a little deeper we'll i'll see what jay thinks once once i read it um but uh yeah so Oh, let's just get into this email. You ready? I'm ready. Well, okay. now I'm th- there's suspense going going on here, yeah, so yeah. now right. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, hold on. Sorry. So this email comes from uh, Andy, and it says, next three NBA Finals. Who do you guys have playing in the next three NBA Finals? Here are my predictions. To 2022 Nets Lakers, 2023 Celtics Nuggets, 2024 Hawks vs. Pelicans. My prediction is Dame gets traded to the Pelicans for Brandon Ingram and helps Zion reach the finals. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think Zion's going to stay in uh, New Orleans, though. 
Like he's, I mean, I, yeah, I think he's gone. Yeah, he I, gone. He I, gone. I would say that too. Yeah, there's no way that, like, and and I'm sorry, but Dame is for Brandon Ingram is not a viable trade. But who 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 do you well, think he might he might have meant pieces too? So if you you have, I mean, that's pretty much to match your salaries because they're two max players. But then, I mean, the Pelicans would obviously have to give up uh, a king's ransom on top of that. So some role players and a lot of picks would be my guess. But maybe he just meant just for salaries to match, not straight up. Mm, yeah, you could be right. I mean, I don't really know. I, I don't personally feel like the the Pelicans have a lot of assets. To be honest with you, like I don't really yeah, like they their. Do. They have a ton of. They have a ton of picks. They have. But I mean, they have all the Lakers picks for like the next eighteen decades. You, um, okay, you, let's, you are right got, about they got that. The, but they mean, got some Bucks picks for Drew Holiday, a pick or two. But are rounder. those picks worth anything? Well, if you add them up, yeah. So if you if you trade like two first round picks for to, to, to go up in the draft or something, I don't know. I mean, there there's there, possibly yeah. I mean, if the Bucks shit the bed and you know they suck next year, then they might have like the first overall pick, you know. It's just hard to imagine. I know, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just hard to imagine any of those picks being anything other than a high twenty pick. Which, for Damian Lillard, that's I can't imagine the 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 Trailblazers wa- wanting that. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I mean, who knows? Um, but yeah, that's a total. So, but, but who then do you but think? Then, but then you're saying, no matter who they trade them to, they're gonna want to get picks from a team that sucks so they want to trade them to a team that hopefully is going to be like a lottery pick for the next two or three years which that's not possible either you're not going to find you're right like dame dame isn't going to want to go to a a bottom of the bucket team so yeah if if they could get i mean that's probably what they're looking at is high first round picks yeah you're right and i guess uh, i mean you know brandon brandon ingram and uh, whoever else I mean that that might be one of the best deals that you could actually get for him, unless you're Miami or another team that can throw in a player like Hero and Robinson that have already showed they have star potential. I mean Brandon Ingram Ingram does too, but I don't know. I don't know. Brandon Ingram might be a. I mean that might be an interesting piece to like build build on build around. Uh, Uh, You know, I I, I liked him as a Laker fan. You know, I really did. So, Um, so possible Um, as far as the finals, I don't. I don't see the Hawks and the Pelicans going, um, and I don't think Dame is going to go to the Pelicans. But I mean, that is that was an interesting concept. Like, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it'd be it'd be pretty pretty hard to believe if that happened. So, what are your what predict your next three finals? Uh, I mean, next year uh, it's it's going to be Golden State, probably Golden State Nets. Um, then the following year, that's when it shakes up a little bit because you have. Um, the Nets. I mean, I don't think the big three is going to stay in Brooklyn, whether they win or they they don't win. Kyrie's kind of a head case. James Harden's a head case. And K- I mean, they're all whatever. So I think the Nets feasibly have one one year, like a one year window, to to win a title, because um, I think that the big three is going to break up. Um, so I would say next year is going to be Nets at uh, Golden State. Then the following year would be. I think Golden State has a couple years where they might go back to back. So I'd go Golden State, and then as far as the Eastern Conference, it really depends on like they, there's a lot of good teams like 
but I can't imagine the Bucks really bringing anyone else in because they're over the salary cap and they don't have any assets. So the Bucks are going to be the Bucks next year or for the next couple years probably. So as far as the Sixers, it's going to depend on what they do with Simmons. So mm-hmm. if they can get something in return for Simmons and and be just as good as they were this year, except not have Ben Simmons who can't score in high pressure situations, right. then I could see them going in a couple years. Um, the Hawks, uh, I, I don't think any big name free agents are going to go to the Hawks. So their players are either just going to have to step it to the next level for them to to be a finals contender. So I don't see the Hawks going. So I would guess the Sixers, Sixers and um, Golden State in two years. I'm making this a lot more complicated than it should be. And then in three years, it's almost impossible because you have play NBA players move around like nobody's business. Right. So, but if I had to guess, like a up and coming team, I give it to like I would think maybe by then Denver. You'd have mm-hmm. like Denver or Utah even. Yeah. But I would give I would give the 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 advantage to probably I'd go Denver in three years. Denver at in the maybe like you have a team like I don't want to say the Knicks because the Knicks just but you know some a team that's just you know that because the Knicks the Knicks have a lot of good young talent and they have enough to sign a max player so right. they, can, they can do a lot so I'll, I'll go Knicks how about that yeah no I think you're, I don't think you're far like I like a lot of what you're saying here I don't have a huge disagreement with you I think that I think Golden State I think. Um, I think Phoenix might have a window next year. I think a lot of stuff broke right for Phoenix this year, but I, you know, I'm never going to count them out because the way they played. But I also think you're right about the Nuggets in Utah. I think those are all contending teams. I, I'm going to go a little bit further than you. I think we'll see the Nets, this Nets team, for two more years, and I, I honestly think that they're going to win the next two championships in my mind. And then I think you're right. Eventually, I think this three year, three years would be like the max. And well, Harden's then, contract is up. After next year, yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, I guess that's a, a, a good point, and that he could be one that would would go to the Knicks, right? I could see him but, doing that. And, and they're and they're slightly shopping Kyrie. Yeah, which is so, hilarious. So, I think so. That's that's why I don't know. That's one of the. I mean, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing, but it's just I don't know. I think those three players are just a lot. Of, I mean, they're head cases, so I have no idea. It's right. You 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 hit the nail on the head. It's really hard to predict anything to happen in the NBA two years out, let alone three. Because like next year, it's even like you know we don't know what Kawhi's doing. What what right. what is Kawhi doing? Yeah. Like we don't know. You yeah, know. Like what if he goes to the Knicks? Right. Then, yeah. I mean it. It just like we it, it literally like even next year, it's hard to imagine the Nets not coming if they're healthy, not being the favorites, but anything can happen. Like it really could. I mean. You, the NBA is crazy, right? So, you're right. As a unique question, and I appreciate it, Adam. Thank you for emailing the podcast. That was that was fun. Um, there's not a whole lot of news on the Ben Simmons front, except for that it seems that, according to Mark Stein and what I've read, they are 100% shopping Ben Simmons. It's no longer uh, uh, maybe they'll trade him. It's uh, when they will trade him. Was it ever a maybe after the the playoffs? Well, Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers had both been outspoken about how they want him to come back and how they view him as a centerpiece for the team, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, a lot of that was probably a little bit of grandstanding and just, you know, talking 
because you don't know you you definitely don't want to show all your cards, right? You don't want it to seem like yeah, we got to get this guy out of here because then you have you're lowering his his trade value, right? Yeah. Um, but it seems like they're actually in talks with teams, and um, according to um, everything that has been leaked. It's they want an all star, and uh, according to this hoops hype column, um, Bradley Beal, Zach Levine, and uh, Damian Lillard are the top of the of the heap. Obviously, Dame goes first, Bradley, and then if they can't, then Levine. Um, uh, but other teams that not mentioned there are significantly interested, and we've already been over all these teams: Cleveland and uh, Sacramento, um, Minnesota. These are all teams that have um, supposedly pitched trade offers for him. So, um, yeah, what are you thinking? Uh, at, at this point, I'm not exactly sure where he's going to go. I think they're going to whoever gives them the the best deal. Or the, you know the best offer. That's who they're going to go with. I don't. I don't think they're really concerned with if he wants if Ben Simmons wants to play. You know somewhere or not. I think they're going to take the best offer. And I don't know. I'd, I'd have to wait a, a little bit and kind of see where the talks head. I, I feel like they want. To me, it seems like a bit much for him. Mm-hmm. But on the same token, he is a a young player with a ton of upside and. I mean, he he is defensively one of the best in the league, obviously, uh, runner-up this year for Defensive Player of the Year. Um, And he did average, in his career, he's averaged like 15 or 15 and a half points. So I guess he can score a little bit. But as we saw in the the playoffs in high-pressure situations or if he gets kind of shook, then he's just not very very reliable. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, uh, I I think honestly the biggest thing driving this trade is, um, and according to Mark Stein's article um, that was referenced in the Hoops Hype article, um, Stein is quoted as saying, um, one of the biggest driving factors is that Joel Joel Embiid's relationship with Simmons and partnership is irreparable. So that's basically like. Embiid doesn't want him back. Yeah, he said he was going to smack him. Or no, did Shaq? Or <laughs> Shaq, did Shaq said he say, should smack Yeah, okay, Shaq yeah. said that. Yeah. But I bet he thought it. <laughs> he definitely thought it, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, Embiid is the franchise, and so... Um, but just to, again, because, you know, we might as well turn... I, mean, I, I might as well call this podcast the Laker podcast. I got to bring the Lakers in at some point. Mark Stein did say that um, the Lakers have been scratched from the list of feasible destinations because they just don't have uh, the assets or the um, contracts to trade. So... Well, on, on an... Int- or on a... Well, if you're going to go on the Lakers, then we can talk about... Lonzo Ball, the Lakers yeah. are are trying to bring Lonzo back, which I'm absolutely okay with. I liked Lonzo um, when he played with LeBron. Uh, he's worked on his, his his shooting game. I mean, his three percent or his three pointer three point percentage went up to almost forty percent this year. It was like thirty seven point nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, he he just looked a lot better. And 
I mean, he again, he's another young player with a little bit of upside, and the Lakers know what they're getting if they uh, can bring him on. And they offered all this money to, to Schroeder, and he's trying to penny-pinch him. So I kind of just want to see him adios and get a, you know, get a smaller contract. And I didn't think he was that great in the playoffs anyway or in clutch situations. He, I mean, it's not that I wouldn't want him on the team, but for 20-something million that he wants a year, uh, he's just not worth it. So I'd like to see a player like Lonzo kind of help LeBron run the offense and and he knows the organization, he knows the system. So I couldn't agree more. Like you you put you put it in perspective. Like think about uh Schroeder versus Reggie Jackson. I think if you asked anybody, you know, who would you rather have uh, midway through the year, they would have said Schroeder. But looking in the playoffs, you know, one player shrank and couldn't handle the spotlight and the and the, the load and Reggie Jackson stepped up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it just one person played themselves into a contract, and the other player played themselves completely out of a contract. And I, I'll just be honest: if the Lakers resign him, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, I'm going to be. I'm depending on how much they sign him for, but obviously it's going to be more than they offered him. And I, I thought they offered him quite a pretty penny. I think it was like four year, eighty four million or something like that. Yeah, it was. It's like yep. twenty. What is that? Twenty twenty one twenty one and a quarter a, a year. Yeah. And he and he said, no, I mean. He's not a max player. What, what does he expect? Is he is he gonna is he thinking he's gonna make like another nine million dollars if he holds out? Which I mean, I'm saying that like that's not a lot of money, but I just I don't know. It's gonna bite him in the ass, I think. I I do too. I mean, what I'm trying to there was a player a couple years ago who did something very similar to this, and they basically thought that they they were going to get a big contract once uh, free agency rolled around and they kept holding out, holding out. And then like all the money was taken up and they had to settle for a veteran minimum. And I, I don't necessarily think he's, that's going to happen to him. Cause I think somebody is going to get desperate, you know, with the, the thing that we keep talking about though, is there's not a lot of salary cap room this year. Right. So like there's a few teams that have some salary cap room, but not a lot. So I don't know. I can't. That's the thing that's working against him too. Is there's not, there's not a team that's going to be bidding him up, right? There's not a team that right. the Lakers are going to have to fight with to to sign him, right? Right. Yeah. Because the money's actually just I, there. I have a random question for you. Yeah. So my my uncle's a huge or a huge Golden State fan. Like he was a fan before they were good, and he said there was a player, and I I forget the name, but uh, Golden State had offered him uh, like a like a hefty contract and he uh he didn't sign it and he said i have to feed my family and went on this huge rant and blah 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 blah, and then ended up getting hurt that season and they didn't sign him anyway do you happen to know who that player was oh yeah that's a good question and, and, and he was like you know on not on the news but they were interviewing him and he's like man i gotta feed my family how do you expect me to feed my family on and it was something astronomical like I don't know, five or fifteen million dollars a year, and this was twenty years ago or something like that. Yeah, I'm trying. I remember ago. that, and I'm trying to think of who it. I definitely. Uh, I. Uh, I mean, we could look it up, but yeah, actually, yeah, I'll just look it up real quick. I just thought you might. I, I thought you might know who it was. I, I can. I can picture it in my head. I, I feel like it might have been um, Baron Davis. Um, I, I think. Uh, but yeah, look it up and um, yeah, I, you know, 
I'll just talk a little bit real quick um, because I think it's interesting. Um, uh, uh, oh, I, you know who I just looked up? It's Latrell Sprewell. That, that's yeah okay so i looked it up and that's who i thought it was but i didn't i was reading the whole it was like a wikipedia article on him yeah he turned down 21 million dollar contract uh but you know again latrell sprewell was freaking crazy so yeah <laughs> i mean he, he's the one that choked out his coach so yeah. what yeah. did then is that is that why they didn't sign him because i they ended up not signing him after Th- that yeah that was the reason um i think um i mean <sighs> Yeah, that was in '97. He he is uh, he was a head case. I mean, talk about a player who had elite level talent and, and was a head case. Um, he's one of them for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, real quick, I want to talk about. So, um, just we're talking about trades. Real quick before we we close out the trade talk, um, there's rumors about Colin Sexton being shopped, and one of the trades is to uh, the Knicks. And I can't find an exact package for it. Um, but I, I know, I know who the. Uh, I found out who the Cavs want though. Okay, who is it? They want Obi Toppin, so not R.J. Barrett because that w- that would have made no sense. Right. And I was reading through it, and um, I guess that was the same the year that we got Colin Sexton was the same year that the Knicks had drafted Kevin Knox, and they took him with the ninth pick, and they were fully wanting. Um, Sexton at the mm. ninth, ninth pick or whatever, yeah. and then he went to the Cavs. So they've had they've had their eye on him for a while. Interesting, um, Inter- very interesting. So <clears throat> I do not like that trade for the Cavs because I'm not a big Toppin fan. Um, I th- I mean, I, if Sexton's were not his welcome, I mean I get it. That's fine. Um, I think the other part of that too is this. You know, they have a top five pick and all the players in this draft that are good or are are guards or not shouldn't say all of them i mean evan mobley is a center but you know if you look at the players that people are saying are going to be elite players or potential you know all-stars it's three point guards right suggs uh green and um uh Oh my god! I forgot Cade. What's what's his last name? I was, I was gonna say Wade. So that was, <laughs> I couldn't think. I can't think of his name right now either. <laughs> the best player in the draft we can't remember yeah. is Kate, it's, Kate Cunningham. Kate Cunningham. Cunningham. Yes, Kate Cunningham. Yeah. But you know, the three out of the the four best players are point guards. So I, I, it makes sense trying to. I mean, at least you're getting a, a top a lottery pick and Obi Toppin. Um, I don't think Toppin can ever be anything more than a role player, but. I mean, they do have Darius Garland too, uh, who, in right. my opinion, I don't think he's as, or as explosive as Sexton, and I, I think Sexton's actually going to end up being the better player. But um, like you were saying with Kevin Love and the rest of the teammates, they would go to him or Kevin Love over Colin Sexton, just to you know to talk and, and about whatever. Like nobody really likes Colin Sexton on the Cavs. They, they I mean, he's a ball hog, and and that's kind of the rumor going around. So, exactly, yeah, and you know, uh, sometimes you know, uh, a change of scenery is good for a player like that. You know, they get a fresh start. You know, they if they want to, you know, and the thing is, is there, you know, Kevin Love isn't like the best veteran to necessarily work with. Uh, right. There wasn't a lot of other veterans on that team, and going to the Knicks, and you have Julius Randle, who's been through it all. You know, broken leg, comeback, you know, comeback player of the year. You know, led his team to the playoffs. Derrick Rose, blown ACL reborn his career you know um and tibbs who's been around the league forever that might be a good spot for sexton to actually grow as a player right yeah so i don't yeah. i don't mind that 
Yeah, I mean, the the Knicks have obviously liked him for a while now, so. Um, but yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it bears well for the or bodes well for the Cavs unless there's some other players that are involved. But I think it was kind of those were the main the main players, Sexton for Toppin, and then whatever else picks and role players or whatever. But I I mean, honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't mind it. I, I'm not a big Toppin guy, but I. I, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't hate it. I, I don't know. It, it depends on what if you're shopping, what else you could get, right? You know. Well, uh, also Sexton's up for the max um, rookie contract extension, for, right? And that's like a five-year, hundred and sixty-eight million. Exactly. So right. Not Do you that want the to Cavs give him that? have money, but well, yeah. I mean, if you're the Cavs and you hold on to him, you do because eventually someone's going to need him. Right. Um. Uh. But no, like, do you want him and have faith that he's, you know, you're going to build around him and Garland for the next five years? No, that's not what you want if you're the Cavs. Although, I mean, I'm kind of a Colin Sexton fan. Like, he's fun to watch play. He does take a lot of shots and a lot of dumb shots. But on a, you know, a team like Cleveland, you need something like a spark, something that's fun to watch because otherwise they're really not that that fun of a team to watch, so... I dude, I totally agree with that. Honestly, like I, I, I think that, like I said, I think if he is in the right situation, he could be a, a really good player on a on a playoff team. I don't know about a contending team, but he could definitely be a good player on a playoff team. I, I he's talented. But you're right too. Like he needs veterans to humble him because I think where he's at right now, uh, I mean, I don't know the guy personally, but maybe he can just get away with whatever because he's calling Sexton and it's the Cavs and they don't really have anything else so yeah I agree uh, yeah I agree so. all right let's uh let's move on to let's talk about game three and then uh what we think about game four so um game three again uh this is three games in a row uh, where we we have had pretty shit, much a shit, blo- shitty basketball, <laughs> yeah, pretty much a blowout. Um, I mean, uh, this one was almost worse than the other games because it was never really close. Um, the Suns, I don't think, ever got within five points right after the second quarter. Uh, yeah, after the second quarter. Um, yeah, I don't think they did actually. No. So, um, yeah. We I think we both picked the Bucks though, right? Didn't you pick the Bucks? I know I picked the Bucks. Yeah, I yeah I'm gonna pick them for uh, game four as well. Spoiler alert, but um, yeah, yeah I get you are right. Like when they play at home, like you can say that for a bunch of teams, but the Bucks especially, like when they play at home. I don't I don't mean I don't know what it is if it's the Deer District or it's the, <laughs> the fans or or just uh, I have no idea. But they they play incredible at home, so. They're more aggressive and they play more as a unit, and you can you can kind of see when you're watching them play. It's it's kind of kind of weird actually, but the thing that was crazy, honestly, about this game that kind of just it it really blew me away was no nobody really had like Middleton and Holiday didn't have like outstanding games, right? It wasn't like that they were like we talked like oh there, there needs to be somebody else that has a big game. But you mentioned, like, you're like, all they need to do is score, basically score 20 points, right? Right. And... Which uh, they did. And that's, yeah, exactly. That's exactly basically what they did. They had average games, 
and Giannis kind of did the rest. You know, Middleton ended with 18, Holiday ended with 21, Lopez ended with 11, and Portis had 11 off the bench. And, you know, Giannis kind of did the rest. But I will say, in my opinion, one of the big differences, they looked a lot better on defense. A lot better. Yeah, what I was going to say is, like, Chris Middleton was phenomenal on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he, he really was. Um, also, Bobby Portis was good. And uh, he hit that corner three, which I was surprised. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, Portis. You know, he didn't shoot great, but he was active and he was energizing, and that's something that you hadn't really seen from their bench, right? It was kind of yeah. like when they go to their bench, kind of like you know we mentioned. Like I think most of the players on the team were like, "Oh shit, here we go again. Our bench yep. is gonna kill us." But he came out. He was fired up. He played 18 minutes, but those 18 minutes, I think he was a plus. 19 he was plus 19 in those oh, yeah I mean, oh yeah that's insane that's all you can ask for right you know and um yeah i mean he's a fan favorite they were yeah. i mean they were chanting like bobby portis or something like yeah. in the game yeah <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i i like him portis portis it's like <laughs> okay. I, I could have swore it was like bobby portis, bobby <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that other thing that I think that uh, that one well, I mean a lot of credit goes to Giannis. He was a lot more aggressive on offense, um, and they were starting their offense. Uh, this is something to look for in Game Four that I noticed uh, in Game Three. They were starting their offense super early, so like nineteen seconds on the shot clock, and Giannis is setting the pick and roll with Middleton, and they did a lot of uh, pick and roll with Middleton and Giannis, and Giannis rolling to the basket, getting the ball in the paint hitting a little, you know, five foot jumper or getting fouled. He was excellent at the free throw line, but Deandre Ayton and Cam Johnson both had five fouls. And that was huge because they weren't on the court. Yeah. That's why, uh, they didn't come within five after the the first half. Cause I think in the, the third quarter, um, Ayton had either four or five fouls. So they, they went small against the bucks and it just didn't work out. And like, yeah, they they you can't go small again. They they need Aiden. No. They absolutely yeah. need Aiden on the yeah. floor. Yeah, like if they don't have Aiden, I mean, I think if like Chris Paul went out or even Booker went out, they could win. But if mm-hmm. Aiden went out, the, that that would be that'd be the dagger, I think. Yeah, and it showed on the boards too. So I was like doing some deep dive in stats. Giannis had was four or five on putbacks for ten points. So he was fouled um, three times, and uh, two of those were in ones. Like he was a monster on the offensive rebounds. Oh yeah. Like you're not going to beat them if if they if they you're getting that many putbacks and that scoring that many points on on putbacks. Like it just you're not. It's not going to happen. Well, yeah, they had no one to contest them at the rim. Like who was in the paint? But I mean, if you don't have Aiton, who do the Suns have really? Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, they were literally they were playing Cam Johnson on Giannis, which you know, again, I love Cam Johnson, but he's you know, he's undersized. Yeah, yeah, he's you know five inches too short and probably about fifty pounds too light. And I, I mean, it, there's only so much you can do, right? Yeah. So Cam Johnson is six eight two ten, and uh, Giannis is seven foot two forty. So, well, he did have a great game besides trying to guard Giannis, though. Um, no, you're he right. Kept, he, yeah, he kept him in the game and defensively. Besides, when he was, on, I mean, 
he's young too. I think he's like 24 or 25 years old, so um I yeah, I liked him during yeah. game 3. Yeah. Um he was really it seemed like you know outside of the foul trouble, which I kind of it's kind of hard to fault him for that. I mean, what are you going to do? Giannis is going to dunk on you or you're going to foul him, right? I mean, yeah. you're going to yep. take your chances at sending him to the line, right? Um that, but, yeah, that's pretty much all you can do. Right. You could just you could just get randos off the bench to guard Giannis and just foul him every time and and hope hopefully. But he but Giannis shot really good from the free throw. Yeah, he was thirteen of you know, seventeen. Yeah, so if I mean if he's doing that, then that that kind of falls through. But you know if they're playing in Phoenix and they're counting down from ten and they're in his head somehow, even though if I feel like even when he airballs it or does anything, he he doesn't even care. Like he tries to you know go to the line, which is like inspiring kind of. Yep. Like. To be that bad, and I mean he's not bad, but it's like to mess up that badly and and still try without it affecting you. I mean, there's only yep. a handful of players that could do that. No, I agree. You're right. Like, I mean, we just talked about Ben Simmons, and he was literally afraid to go to the foul line, and obviously he was shooting a lot worse than Giannis. Um, but at the same time, like Giannis, exa- he he is exudes confidence, or so he's like, you know what, I missed the last two, I airball one, but I'm going to knock these down. Um, right. And that's what, yeah. that's the mentality you have to have. And you mentioned that I think. And the last podcast is like Giannis has that mentality. He is not going to give up. Like this team does like the dirty things, like you know hitting the offensive glass, like going to the free throw line, like playing really really good defense, and just grinding out some victories. You know that that's the, and I, I don't think that the Suns are not that type of team, but it's just like that's what the Bucks live on. Yeah, and, and I mean the first two games they weren't their their defense was shoddy. Mm-hmm. And they weren't aggressive, and you could you could see they weren't desperate. They they seemed like they were lazy. It's weird. Like I just don't understand how a team could be that different playing at home as opposed to on the road. Because at the end of the day, you're playing basketball. Like you don't have to listen to the fans. You're there to win. I just don't see how it could be like that different. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm with like, you. Yeah, it's, it's day it's day and night. I can understand you have a little advantage, but I, I just I don't know. It's crazy to me. I um. So let's you know, I, there's not a whole lot to talk about in game um, three because it was such a blowout. We talked about Giannis and um, the adjustments that they made on the defensive end. Um, I will say that Cam Johnson might have had the dunk of the series. I don't remember that dunk. Oh, he dunked. Think why I didn't. Oh, oh he, he dunked over. He dunked over. Uh, who did he dunk over? PJ Tucker. Okay. Yeah, I saw. Okay. Yeah. It was, mon- it was a monster and then, dunk, and then they call and then they called a uh, offense or a defensive foul on uh, on Tucker on, yeah. on Tucker. And yeah. yeah, okay, I remember now. That was a monster dunk. Like that, yeah, it was cool. Um, but other than that, I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about. Just, I mean, Devin Booker was terrible. I think that's part of of what happened to. Um, they made really. I think they made Didn't him they work bench o- him in the fourth quarter. What, what was that? Didn't they bench him in the fourth quarter? Yeah, I mean, he didn't even play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, he was in a little foul trouble. Um, I think he had four fouls, and so they took him out. And as soon as he came, went out, the the game ballooned from like I think they had it down to nine, and then it went straight up to like twenty two maybe. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, it's over, you know. Um, but they made Booker work a lot harder. And I mentioned like setting the picks earlier in the shot clock, and they were just forcing Booker to work 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 and anytime he got switched on to Middleton or you know he wasn't guarding Drew um they posted him up and they were just beating him up beating him up beating him up and I don't know that that's why he didn't play well on offense because I think Middleton did a great job defensively like you mentioned um 
on on Booker, but I think this game four is going to be a little different. I I this in my opinion is going to be the best game of the series. I think we've seen enough of both teams to know that uh, they can bounce back either team. But Phoenix is a better road team than Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee is obviously an excellent home team, but I ha- I think Chris Paul is going to have his troops ready. Uh, I think Milwaukee probably wins this game because I think Giannis is just almost unstoppable. And um, I think Middleton's due for a good game. But I th- So I think they're going to win, but I think this is going to be a nail-biter. Yeah, I think I saw some statistic that uh, Giannis was the third player to score 30, plus po- 30 or 32-plus points in the paint um, mm-hmm. in, like, the last, I, I mean, it could have been 15 or 30 years, some, you know, somewhere in there, the last 20 or 30 years, I think. Only the third player. Um, yeah, I think that, it was so Duncan was and Shaq. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm pretty sure I saw the same stat. It was like, yeah, uh, only two players in the last, I think it was 20, since 2000, have scored that many okay, points. Okay, 20 years, yeah. Yeah, I'm almost positive I saw what you're talking about, and it was Duncan and Shaq. Shaq yeah, did it was... like a bunch of times. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah. And that's, you know, I mean, that's, if, if, if Giannis is doing the Shaq thing, I mean... He's tough, man. He's tough to guard. Um, so, oh, yes. go ahead. Oh, I wasn't. I was just agreeing with you. you so you you're picking, you're picking the Bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm I'm with you too. I think it's. I don't know if it's gonna be. An, well, I mean, it's it's gonna be close. Um, I don't know if it's gonna come down to like a a game winning shot or not. But I think it's gonna be a close game. But I think the Bucks are gonna pull out and even the series. And unfortunately, it looks like your prediction. Like it's gonna be every home team's going to win and then game seven is in phoenix so unless they it's just it's looking like that kind of but um we'll see we'll see tonight but it's good it's going to be a closer game i think yeah i think so too i think that um the i think that the suns have a little they have more options in terms of what they can do defensively as long as Aiton stays out of foul trouble, like let's be clear, like Aiton is the key, I think, for the Suns, and I think he's yeah. been that way the whole playoffs, right? Um, but as long as he can stay out of foul trouble, I think they have a lot more they can do defensively in terms of like doubling and switching, and uh, the Bucks just need to hold Pat. The Bucks need to just keep doing what they did last game, um, and just hope that you know Middleton has another has a good game, right? Honestly, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, so, I mean, we talked about this, uh, the last two, let's talk, let's talk about it now. Who is, who's the MVP of the game and who's the MVP of the series still? Well, um, I don't think as far as, uh, the, the Suns, uh, I don't think Chris Paul or, or Booker really had that great of a game, but I think Booker kind of had the worst game yeah. of the two. Um, yeah. I think Aiton played the best, but they obviously had to come out because of foul trouble. Um, so I would give the, the play. I mean, I, Cam Johnson was a huge, a huge boost too. But I mean, I would probably say that was Aiton's game for the Suns. But as far as if the Suns were to win the series, who would be the MVP? It'd still be Chris Paul because I think he had a slight edge on on Devin Booker, and I mean, he was the definite in Game One and. Mm-hmm. I imagine he's going to have at least a game or two where he goes off. Same with same with Booker. So um, I can't imagine the or more so probably Booker as far as scoring. 
Um, I mean, I feel like Booker's going to have one of those games where he's going to put up 40 or 50. Yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah. I mean, maybe not 50, but we'll say 40. But, I mean, I mean, Giannis has put up 40 the last two games. Right. So, um, I don't know. I, I think Giannis was definitely the MVP of the last game, obviously. I mean, come on. I mean, oh, I thought we were just going, I, yeah, for the, for the actual game. My bad. I thought you meant for the... Well, I, I was I mean, the Suns were going to win the series, and yeah, Giannis, I was saying for obviously. both, basically for both. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, definitely Giannis then. Yeah, hundred percent. Giannis for the had game. A huge game too. I, I th- think. Yeah, I mean, there's been some talk on um, Twitter that even if Giannis, even if they, even if the Bucks lose the series, that maybe Giannis should be the MVP. What do you think about that? Uh, they can't do that because there was that one year. Uh, LeBron probably would have been the the MVP, and he would have lost. Two thousand fifteen. Yeah, you just you just can't. I mean, and he really should have been, but I feel like you just can't do that, especially with like the politics of basketball these days and everything. Uh, can you? I mean, can you imagine if the Suns won their first championship and they give Giannis the MVP? Right. Yeah. No, I'm with you. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like even if he is probably the MVP of the series, like yeah, I'm totally with you. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's probably gonna be Chris Paul, and like unless like we were saying, over these next three or four games, somehow Booker just goes off and you know wins the series for them or something. That but like as of now, I think Chris Paul has had the better. Um, he's been more consistent, like in all three yeah, games. And, and honestly, I, I think he's he's why the Suns are who the Suns are. Like they yeah. brought in the right veteran player to teach these young young players what they have to do and, you know, they caught on. They yeah. did, they didn't get mad at his leadership style and they caught on and now they're in the finals. And totally agree. Totally really agree. really good chance to win it, so. But 100%. I'm hoping I'm hoping the game to I guess when you guys hear this, it'll be tomorrow. I mean, it's tomorrow the game, Thursday or yeah. Wednesday. Um, I'm hoping that it's it's like a good game, exciting, because I mean all three games have been pretty boring, honestly. Yeah, there's not been a lot of drama, that's for sure. You know, nope. and the thing is, is like even though the even though the Lakers won in five last year, um, all but one of those games were close. Like there was, or at least there was like a little bit oh. of drama, right? Yeah, yeah, like. I mean, this one, it's every, I mean, it seems like going into the third quarter, whoever's in in control, it just seems like there's no chance for the other team, honestly. Yeah, pretty, I mean, pretty much. It's it's I, it's probably the best, you know, playoff basketball I've ever seen, but the finals have been disappointing thus far, so. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, we've had some really good series. We've had some, re- I mean, Honestly, all the series were tremendously back and forth. You didn't even even the ones that ended in six, like you just didn't know, and and like it, it, every there was no like sense that this team is definitely better, with the exception of maybe the Suns Clippers series. But even then, the Clippers, I mean, they played them as tough as anybody, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you know when Giannis got hurt, uh, it seemed like. I don't know, and and then the Bucks lost that game. It just seemed like, man, uh, I don't know if 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 the Bucks can beat the Hawks, like we were really wondering that, you know. Um, yeah. So, but I'm with you. Like this playoffs has been actually really entertaining. We've seen a lot of good young talent rise to the top. We've seen you know players that we've never seen in the finals, teams that we haven't seen in 50 years in the finals, and um, yeah, this has just been a really 
kind of bland finals as far as uh, game, like close games or even like any kind of drama at all. Um, it's kind of unfortunate, but you know, I expect this game to blow us, blow us out of the water. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking this is going to be the best game in the series so far. If not, then I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's, I guess there's, there might be seven, so we got three left to go after this one. Yep. Um, anything else you want to say, Jay, or we can close this thing out? I think we'll close it out, but just uh, hopefully some good basketball and hopefully Ben Simmons gets traded somewhere. <laughs> yeah. We have to keep speculating. Exactly. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Two Guys With You. We'll catch you on the next Mm-hmm.